Welcome to Opinionated, the podcast for opinionated people by opinionated people. Hosted by me, Amy Williamson and Stephen Trojanovsky. And shout out to the live studio audience. <laughs> Give me the mail. Give me the mail. I'm the hamburger. <laughs> we have a soundboard. Okay, I need, it's 2020. I need to be really clear with everyone that Stephen is trying a very beta version of this soundboard idea that he has had. Yep. It is still in its early stages. And by early stages, I mean he's literally just holding his laptop up to the microphone. Yep. Um, but, you know, we're getting there. We'll tweak it and... Um, it's He's very fabulous. passionate about it. It's your passion project. It's fabulous. We've got everything mm-hmm. here. We've got crickets. We've got Shakiro going. <laughs> I mean, everything you need. What and more what do you need? What else do you need besides crickets and Shakira? Yeah, we've got a bit of Donald Trump. We've got a bit of Pauline Hanson. Please explain. You need to plows explode. We need a bit of Kathy Kim. Well, oh, my God. We need so much Kathy Kim. All right. We'll um, although you don't even really need a Kathy, Kathy I am a Kathy Kim soundboard. <laughs> and we all know that. Um, 2020, we're back. And it's pretty shit. Season two. Season two, but that's the that, actually that's a great thing. That's good. That's the highlight of my year so far. Is it? Yeah, yeah. We're in February. How was your break? We had about what two months off, a month and a half off. Yeah, we no, we had a quite a while. Um, yeah. My break was great. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I got stalked. We'll get there in a minute. Will we? Yeah, we'll get. I there feel like in a that's minute. all that's happened to me this summer. Yeah, we'll um, get there in a minute. I'm trying to think of anything else that's happened. Not much. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, uh, look, this year I feel like, like I was honestly reflecting, trying to think, what should I say? Like, like what, how was my break? And honestly, it's been a bit of a shocking year, mm-hmm. like already. Yeah. We're only about a month in, but we've had the bushfires. Yeah. Well, um, what else do we have? We've got the floods now. Yeah. Uh, we've got the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, Megxit, Brexit, yeah. George <laughs> Columbaris exit. It's all happened. <laughs> And none of it's good. Yeah, no, it's true. You're, you're, you're 100% true. Nothing has... I was honestly thinking, I'm like, what is something Although that's It good? could just be like a sign, like getting everything out of the way early and then the rest of the year is just going to be like sunshine and rainbows and everyone wins a million dollars. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, same. Even with my parents, they're bloody livid. The fridge broke again. Are um, you kidding me? And wait for it, the oven broke as well. <laughs> right? Now, guys, if you're old school friends of the pod, you will remember that time when Stephen was talking to his dad about the fridge breaking. Yeah, yeah. And I had clicked record. It wasn't that you called your dad for happy birthday. And he's like, oh, and the fridge is broken. Yeah, fr- I'm like, how was your birthday? day? I'm like, how was your birthday? And he goes, oh, the fridge is broken. I'm like, oh, that's no, good. that's not good, is it? No, but then the oven broke as well. And it's just been a disaster. But maybe it's just the perception of things. Mm-hmm. Like like Megxit, for example. Like it sounds like a bad thing, but maybe it's just our perception. Well, maybe it's, it's a great thing. Well, it's true. If you're like, just say, for instance, if your fridge broke and your oven broke you, Mm-hmm. You would take that as a good king because that's just another an excuse for you to order Uber Eats more. Yeah, get another halal snack. Pack. Yeah, so you would just take that as silver lining. I now have I now have a legitimate excuse not to cook. Exactly. Well, I can't order Jimmy Grant's anymore, but I never did anyway. I only did it twice, and they fucked me over. Okay. So maybe that's a good thing that he's gone to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's much. So it's um, what goes around comes around. Exactly. Let's get into your stalker. Should we? Yeah. Get, <laughs> let's make this our first topic. Amy, tell me about your break. 
Uh, and your stalker. Yeah, so... Because you, you know what I say, the only way to cut, deal with a stalker is to cut off its stalk. Well, we can try to cut off its stalk. Um, I'm sure they listen. Um, <laughs> so it all started, I was at work and I got um, a text message on WhatsApp and that person's WhatsApp name was just like a full stop. And the first message to say, hey, Amy, how, how's it been? It's George, so J-O-R-G-E. <gasps> like as if... Please explain. <laughs> Here we go. And I just ignored it um, because I don't really know anyone called George. And then I get another missing Amy question mark. And I said back politely, I'm sorry, I don't know you. Um, you, And I said, George who? And then they didn't respond. And I said, I'm... George Columbaris. It was not George Columbaris. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't know you. You must have the wrong person. And then I said, what's your last name? They didn't respond. So I just said, okay, bye. Blocked them. Then... Another phone number adds me into a group with this person and then that original number leaves it. So it's like a loophole on WhatsApp. So just say, if I block you, Stephen. Yep, we've uh, been there. Yeah. <laughs> Lee can then add me into a group with you on WhatsApp and then Lee can leave the group, which basically leaves you and I in a conversation even though I blocked uh, you. Ah, the little switcheroo. Um, yeah, and they kept doing that and um, the message said, Oi, what's with the attitude? It's Georgia, J-O-R-J-A. Now, I do know a Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, friend of the pod, and I sent her a message saying, did you get a new number? And she said, no, why? And then I sent her a screenshot and she was like, that's not me. Um, and let me just – I'm just going to get the messages. Um, yeah, goosebumps, goosebumps already. Because I want to sort of get it all in order. I just – I don't really um, – I know from the Georgia thing. Uh, it's Georgia. And they sent me a gift of Karen being like, duh, from what's it called? Anyways, I didn't realise so I realised it wasn't George, so I left the group again. Then got another one saying, Oi, they did the groupie ad thing again. Oi, what's with your attitude? And I said, I don't know who you are, leave me alone. And they said, No, I won't. <laughs> and then they said, Let's make a deal. Question mark. No, and we're not they, making a deal. Then they sent me another question mark. And I said, What? They said, Video call for two minutes, then I'll leave you alone. All you have to do is watch. That's all. And I said, No, I don't know who you are. And they said, You do. And then I said, then tell me your real name. They said, I will during the video call. And then they sent me two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve individual question marks. So question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, then I just blocked them again. And they did the ad grouper thing again. And then I get one saying, Amy. And these are all in individual messages to Amy. And then another message, don't make me angry. Oh my god! And then Maybe I said, "It is George Columbus. And then I said, "I said you're scaring me. I have no idea who you are or what you're trying to accomplish." And they said, "I just want two minutes of your attention. That's all." And then they were saying, "Can I put your number on a dating site, please, Amy?" And I said, "Um." And then he said, "I just need two minutes of your time. Very simple." Then my brother called, right? And he started calling it, and they were saying, "Um." No need to get Chuck involved, which makes me think they don't know anyone because they call because that's what his name would be on WhatsApp. But if they really knew who I was, they would see the photo of my brother and go, "That's James." Yeah. Um, and then they started sending me messages. But they started deleting the messages. Yeah. Once I think they realised um, that I was not responding and I was on the phone to the police, they started deleting all their messages and going back. So they said, "They sent this saying, you think you can ignore me, uh, right, little bitch?'" <laughs> and then. <laughs> They were saying, I'll show you, and then I didn't respond, and it was like, really? Question mark. Again, I'll show you. And then they started saying things like, you should lock your doors, you little fucking bitch. And they were like deleting all the messages that they were deleting after they'd sent them. 
And then I, so I blocked them again. I changed my WhatsApp settings so they couldn't actually add me into another group. Um, but weird things have just been fucking happening to me ever since. And I was home alone when I was getting them. Yeah. And um, the police said to me, they're like, have you pissed anyone off? And I was like, honestly, I've got like four friends. I mean, I don't know. And then the police were like, you need to make sure that you don't have any like uh, sort of embarrassing photos or anything. Like basically saying you don't have any nudes because they're going to steal them. And I was like, I've never taken a nude photo my whole entire life. Uh huh. You want to hack my phone? Go for it. It's literally just photos of my dog. Um, with that though, if you want to hack Amy's phone, please don't because she's got more nudes of me on there exactly. than, you, <laughs> than <Exactly>. herself. <laughs> They're just going to get photos of your penis and photos of my dog. That's all my camera roll is, photos of Stephen's dick and my dog. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. nude photos that I've sent you to say. <laughs> is it obvious that I photoshopped my abs? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so that was that happened a few days ago. Um, oh, but is that so. them now? No, it was not. The police also um, like was telling me, they were saying, you should um, like change your phone number if it gets that bad. If they start posting your number, something. And I got to the point, like, honestly, like my phone contract is up in like a week. So mm-hmm. I could just get a new phone number. But I also, it's one of those things, it's like I would probably rather be murdered than have to change my phone number. How much bloody paperwork would that, I would have to call every single person. I have to call Collingwood Football Club, tell them my number's changed. Oh have to call, my God, tell me about it. You have it. to tell everyone that your number's changed. Like it, it almost would just be easier to yep. be murdered. My credit card just expired. And do you know how bloody hard that is? Oh. I've got to call everybody direct deposit. Do you know somebody on a Saturday put a card skimmer in the Brighton, um, I think it was NAB, in the ATM there. Uh-huh. So all these people went and put their cards in. Getting skimmed. And was getting skimmed. And because I've had people all week from um, call me at work and have to change their card numbers, it's a bloody nightmare. It's a bloody nightmare. A, a phone would just be just as bad because I've had my same phone number for about 15 years. Exactly. So at this point, I mean, just put it wherever you want. I don't really give a shit. I'd rather be murdered than change it anyway. Yeah. Well, then back to the store car. Yeah. I got, I yeah, then you got, got very, involved. You got very proactive. Yeah, I did. I, did. I got really proactive yeah. because it was really unusual because was, you were getting a lot of missed calls from random yeah, numbers. Yeah, it was true. very butch of you as well. I, think I really, I took I took control. Yeah, you're very protective. Yeah. Like, who needs a man? You just need a homer by your side. Yeah, I took control. But um, so... There was a whole bunch of other numbers that were calling you too. Mm-hmm. So I took it upon myself to call them too. Yep. Um, and I did and I got through to them. And it just kind of a little bit weird. And we, we think there might have been a few different situations because a friend of a friend or an old friend of ours. Um, we're not going to go into detail. No, someone they gave saw it, someone a phone. There yeah. were some criminals involved. Um, but that was yep. one. But then the messages, whole new killer fish because you True. messaged them and you tried to FaceTime them. Yeah, I tried to FaceTime them a few times. But they didn't know who I was. So I was sort of thinking... Which makes me think that they, they, wouldn't, they obviously don't know me well enough. No, because the messages... I mean, they've deleted all the messages now. But um, they were just really, like, stranger danger. You mm. know what I mean? It was very married at first sight. They have no yeah. idea who we were. <laughs> they have no idea who we were. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I think... No. So before we wrap this up, it's safe to say that um, they're not friends of the pod. Yeah, and I might be murdered in a week because I fucking refuse to change my phone number. Yes. Although if I get murdered, they will play this podcast everywhere. They will. This will be on Current Affair. Yeah. Be like, oh, look, she said she wanted to be murdered. Oh, yeah. Girl wants to be murdered because she can't be bothered to change her phone number. Is that... You see, that, that sound bite confuses me. It's almost like they're applauding me being murdered. Sorry, I meant to press this button. Can you say magnetic? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Hello? Is this crunchy? Is it heavy breather? It's not heavy breather. Let me listen. Is it a pain? Is it your stalker? 
The only way to deal with a stalker is to cut off his stalker. No, darling, no. <laughs> I'm a stalker. I met my stalker. He'd got the wrong person. He was very nice, very apologetic. <laughs> Now it's time to talk about one of my favourite topics. Football. Footy's back. Is it? Well, I mean, okay, that's sad considering that we were literally at uh, the a- the first ever. You witnessed history, Stephen. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Secure Football Club for putting yep. on quite a spread. They did. Thank um, you so much for having us. Yeah, we were – it was the first ever AM, AFL women's game for the St Kilda Football Club. Mm-hmm. And Stephen and I were very lucky – um, to experience it in what they have. It's a little section they have at the AFW Games. It's like a corporate sort of tent sort of hospitality package called The Lawn. Yep. Free alcohol, free food. We're brushing shoulders with um, big wigs and corporate types. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's not Dottery or Witchery. Don't talk to me. Yes. Um, but no, it was great. It, was, uh, it was, wasn't the result we hoped for, um, but it was a good game. It was a fabulous game. And it started a topic which I know, Stephen, you've actually brought up to me and I would like to clarify... Um, footy bosses Steve Hawking's comment about AFLW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this came up in my newsfeed today and I sent it immediately to Amy and I thought, what is this about people yeah. talking about changing the name of AFL yep. to AFLM to match which, AFL? Which, mind you, Stephen w. before went, what does AFLM stand for? I don't know, AFL men's. He went, no, AFLM. And I went, AFL men's. And I thought, is that it? <laughs> yeah, so he made a comment which is basically about because somebody said, you know, is it that's the way it's going to go because they call women's football AFLW, should they call AFL men's AFLM? Mm-hmm. Shut up. It's never going to happen. Is that your opinion? Uh, it is never going to happen and I think it is absolutely ludicrous yeah. to think that you should change the name of AFL. It's like there's, you know, there's WNBL. That's the women's league. You don't hear NBL going, you know what, maybe we should put MNBL. Everybody know it's just everybody knows that AFL is the men's competition, AFLW is a women's competition. It's the same. It's, a, it's like, do you remember when they had that stupid thing where they wanted to change the pedestrian lights to be for a woman in a dress? And they're like, me, we need more equality in the traffic lights. So they were trying to petition change the traffic lights because, you know, it's like a little man walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they, yeah, I remember. Who cares? Yeah, no, you're right. Who absolutely cares? Yeah, I would like to know someone who does care. Yeah, well, I mean, with the world falling to pieces, I mean... <laughs> it is a bit dumb. Look, I think that if I'm flicking through the channels and I see AFL, I know what it is. Yeah. And if I'm watching a game, I don't need it to say AFLM. I yeah. can see that they're men. Yeah. I can see that. I don't need you to clarify that these are men. They and are AFLW men. has a, enough of an identity now... And it is it, like I mean, we saw we went to the game. The and bodies on these women—they uh, are athletes. RSCA Park, which is Moorabbin's home ground, mm-hmm. um, that has a capacity of eight thousand, and then it was lockout. It was lockout by I think before half time. Yeah, it was smashing, and that was the crowd for an AFL AFLW game. So they're they're making an impact themselves, and I don't think that we need to sort of you know, it's almost like I would kind of be offended, be like, what you think that. Like, you need to change the men's name just to make us feel better. But I want to know a woman who will stand up and say, I want this to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like no women have said, well, maybe it's, I'm it's, wrong. Uh, do you maybe know what? It's have, only men that have brought it up. Exactly. Um, but luckily the AFL came out and said they have no plans to change the name. Yeah. Which is good. Like, who gives a shit? Exactly. Yeah. Next. Mm. Kick it. Kick it. Get the fucking ball, you faggot. Offside. Yeah. Free kick to the light skins. Come on, boys. Jesus, you're playing like a bunch of faggots. 
Jesus, the bloody gulls as big as my ass. Get it in. Get it in. I thought Aborigines were fast runners. Well, we had a lot of free time over our summer, and I really dug into a documentary which I highly recommend on Netflix. I was waiting for it to come out, and it landed last week, and it's called Miss Americana, starring Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this, Amy? I did. Um, can I can I ask you, what was your perception or your idea or your thoughts about Taylor Swift before watching the doco? I just... That she's just like a, a whinging loser who dates men to write songs about them. I kind of agree. Yeah. And I, I like in a way that I didn't really like if someone was to ask you what's your opinion on Taylor Swift, I would say I don't have an opinion. Like I yeah. love her music. I think she's a great artist. Hate her. Bop to the top. But it's just yeah, I just don't really think, care for her. I think the documentary, I kind of there were some things that I did really like about her and I did sort of change my opinion. Yeah. Um I it then sort of brought me back to that point where she turned around and said, I never uh, I, I, Kanye wrote a song about me and she started sucking and then they wrote, they came out and they said, yeah. and Kim shared that footage of her being like, no, it's cool, it's cool. But all that aside, I my opinion changed about her when she was talking about how she had the sexual sexual assault and she yeah. he sued her for a million dollars and then she sued him for $1 and she stood up for herself and she mm-hmm. was, you know, talking about like victim blaming and stuff and... She's a fucking hard worker. She's Take such a hard worker. No woman works harder. I I'm sorry. I really felt for her when she was saying, she was like, you know, I just want someone there at the end of the day. Like I don't have, I don't have anyone to share this with. It's because she works so hard. I mean, I work an hour and a half away and mm-hmm. I do a podcast and I, you know, I, don't, I mean, I'm not going to use that as my excuse for not having someone in my life. But you get what I mean? Like, I get it. Yeah. You have someone in your life. You've got a stalker doll. Yeah. Oh, my God, I do. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe I should change my relationship in a relationship with I don't really know who. I don't need friends. They disappoint me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm never going to get over this sad boss. Um, but, no, my perception of her changed immensely after yeah. watching this documentary. I have so much more respect for her. And there's little things in there that I thought that it's really interesting that she would put this in there and it it seems like it was almost like propaganda to get people back on her side because of that whole situation yeah, with, i do agree yeah it was sort of like um, well, she was always someone who sort of kept to herself and didn't i mean look she wrote songs about her life but she kept to herself when it came to things like politics um, yeah, and now and she's she was, gone out and she's gone gun like she's gone all guns blazing she's talking about having an eating disorder yeah. which i genuinely that I, I do believe that she suffered because when you look at those photos she was so thin tiny um so i do i do i do get that yeah. Speaking of documentaries, though, have you watched Don't Fuck With Cats yet? Everyone is telling me to watch I've this. I've told you so many times to yep. watch it. I am going to watch it. I'm just waiting. So Paul doesn't want to watch it. So Why? I promise that uh, – well, I gave him like a brief little history of what it's about because everyone's told me what it's about. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to watch it, but Paul refuses to watch it because he's like, it's just – it seems a bit too much like work. Um, and I also what somebody hunt, what, what somebody like posting videos of themselves torturing animals? What does he do for? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Paul's, Paul's in the background, like some drowning some squirrels. Please explain. Yes, okay. I will explain. <laughs> you know he's faster with your soundboard. <laughs> no, he's get faster. Um, well, no, he doesn't want to watch it. So I'm waiting for him to go away, and he is going yeah, racing. So I'll watch it when he goes. Such away. a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get into that. What else is on at the moment? Maths. Married at first uh-huh. sight. No, do you know what's coming out tomorrow? What? To all the boys I've loved before, number two. I don't know what that is. 
Oh my god! Have you never watched All the Boys I've Loved before? N- never even heard of it. Okay, you need to, Stephen. Uh, please explain. If that is a please explain. <laughs> you need to go watch it. It's okay. it's a video. It's a it's a movie on Netflix. I've watched it about four times. I'm obsessed with it. Uh huh. Please do me do me. I want you to have watched it before next next pod. All right, I promise I will. But okay. can you give me a little rundown? Um, so it's about this girl, and when she's growing up, she has all these crushes on these boys, and so she writes some love letters, mm-hmm. and she never posts them or anything, but she like posts like stamps on it the name just so she feels like she has gotten her feelings out about these guys, and then her sister finds them when she's like in like I don't know like high, like she's like a senior of high school, and her younger sister finds them and posts them out to all these guys. So all these guys come to her and they're like, "What? You're in love with me? Oh, what a little bitch!" And it, it's just, it's great. You've got to watch it. Okay, all right, I'll get into it. All mm. right, fabulous. Yeah. Well, our opinion, yeah. Taylor Swift documentary, Miss Americana. I think it's an. A+. I think it's. I think it's, I think it's a it's good. Fantastic. I think it's a good watch. It's a good watch, and it's only a little over an hour, which is great. If yeah. you can't get your story over and done within ninety minutes, you weren't trying. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's. I think. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite out of all of them. My favorite celebrity documentary has to be Demi Lovato's. I've never watched it. <gasps> okay, well, I'm I'm like obsessed with Demi Lovato as it is. You uh-huh. need to go watch. It's on YouTube. It's called Simply Complicated uh-huh. because she talks about. See, here's Kendall Swift talking about. Um, oh, you know, I'm I'm lonely, and Demi Lovato's coming out going, and she starts by going, "The last time I did an interview, I was high on cocaine." Same, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch it. Another recommendation for you guys. Sorry, I pressed the wrong one. Just cancel that out. No, can you cancel that out? That's it. The old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh. Because she's dead. Now back to Amy's stalker. Mm-hmm. Wait, where was I going with this? Well, I've... <laughs> I've decided that I'm going to do a new, I don't know, I think every week because I've become really obsessed with serial killers and criminals and I sort of came up with the idea that I would, to sort of help me get it out of my system, I would tell you guys about one that I'm fascinated with at the moment. Yeah. Oh, no, fabulous. This is great. Yep. Podcasts, there are so many really great podcasts yep. on um, serial killers. I don't know any of them. I don't yep. listen to any other podcasts. This is the only one I listen to. <laughs> but I thought, we, yeah, let's incorporate something. One of my passions. Yeah, passion. Which is sickos. Um, this guy, I wouldn't say he's a sicko. He is a white collar criminal mm-hmm. uh, and nobody really knows about him. So I'm going to talk, talk to you guys about Malachi Love Robinson. Okay. Let's now, get our opinions. Yeah. Let's go. So Malachi Love Robinson at the age of 17 stole a white lab coat and was walking around a hospital pretending to be a doctor. What's most concerning about this is though, he was sitting in on gynecological, 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 gyne- can't relate. You know, the gynecological. How no, do we I just don't say know. their exams? Anyways, vagina exams, um, which is a bit sketchy. I mean, as a 17 year old boy, he's really just trying to see vaginas. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what Pornhub's for. Yeah. Um, anyways, and then they, they, the police, he was, there for, he was there for like a week pretending to be a doctor, and no one, like, that's what's concerning. No one pulled him up on him. Then the cops came, they're like, look, you're a teenager, whatever. <laughs> um, and then a year later, he resurfaced in Florida. And again, did the same thing, but he he started his own medical practice. Oh my! At seventeen. So, yeah. So he, I think, oh god, he might have been a little bit older then, but he started his own medical practice. Uh huh. And <laughs> just peeking at vaginas. Well, it wasn't. It was called something. Oh god, what was it called? Um, like life and death and night births or whatever. Some stupid name. <laughs> um, and he had like full like a, a website and there was like photos of him in a lab coat 
Anyways, and he was taking patients. But nobody ever questioned why this 17, like, why he looked so young. They just thought he's got great skin. Yeah, and what he's What is got, he using? Creme de la mer? I mean, he was going out and doing, like, crimi- like exams for these patients. He had an 86-year-old woman who he was going to her house and she was complaining of stomach like problems and he was just prescribing her with vitamins he was just really just going out and buying her vitamins (laughs) he then stole uh thirty five thousand dollars from her and helped her sign like she also signed on a car loan with him so she he basically frauded her Uh and where this story gets fun is somebody then reported to the newspaper they were like look i think there's a child pretending to be a doctor and so this newspaper went to his office and instead of just going go away he invites him in for an interview and he's like showing him his practice and he's like, oh, there's more doctors here. They're just not here at the moment. Oh, my God. They're all out on lunch. <laughs> They're on lunch. <laughs> They're all at the AFL women's, team, yeah. women's game. They're all watching the They're at lawn. Yeah. And then so they're sitting there and they're talking to him and they're like, you know, and he's like, oh, no, I'm not pretending to be a doctor. I'm pretending to be what is it, a naturopath. Which is a basically you can pay $250 to this company in like America and they give you a certificate saying that you can like – that you're like a naturopath and you can sort of like tell people like, I don't know, things to do in nature to make them feel better. Like some yeah. bullshit. I think it's naturopath. No, it's not naturopath. Because is it naturopath? Yeah, like it's like a naturopath. It was oh. something like that. It's not a, na- not a naturopath because naturopathy is like an actual no, form. Of- I think it's more of a psychopath. Well, he is. <laughs> yes. And so then they <laughs> – <laughs> he was like, no, 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 it's only lying if I say I'm a doctor, which I don't. Um, there is doctors here to help. And then they came back and he's – so on his thing, you say like MD Robinson, like uh-huh. medical medical doctor or medical diagnose, whatever. And they had then covered the M with a bit of white tape. <laughs> and like, no, we never did that. We Just never a bit did. of white out. Yeah, but he was like taking – he was essentially – women were going there, opening them, and he was looking – like he was just like looking at vaginas pretending that's, to be a doctor. That's pretty iconic. He was then – they then caught him and he went to – he obviously got sentenced. I think he was sentenced to 10 years and then they did nine years suspended. Um, but when they – when like, like interviews ask him, they're like, oh, do you regret it? He's like, yeah. But not because like he like – so with this old woman that he stole the money from, he stole it because in his head he was like, well, she's going to die anyway because I'm not really giving a proper medical treatment. Uh-huh. So when they were like, do you regret it? He's like, mm, yeah, because it's kind of ruined my life. Look at where I am. Oh, wow. But do, do you not think that if you, <laughs> a 17-year-old kid, and let me tell you guys, he doesn't look old. Like he looks like like a child. Yeah, yeah. If your doctor, if I was, if I was like having a, like if I was going to see my gynecologist and some seventeen-year-old in a white lab coat and stethoscope walks in, you wouldn't question it. Mm, I would question it. Like a seventeen-year-old rocks up in a lab coat, like holding, like you know, he's doing vines, he's doing the nay nay. You know what I mean? What seventeen-year-old boys do? He's vaping. Like I would, like I would question that. I'd be like, Doctor Who, Doctor Dre. <laughs> I get suspicious when I see a kid young enough wearing a suit. Like if I see a really young kid in a suit, I'm you're usually like, like, "Did you go to a funeral today?" Yeah, you've got two things: you're you you went to a funeral or you're a Mormon. <laughs> yeah. There's no other reason. And here, this 17 year old kid just walks around in a lab coat, looking at vaginas all day, and everyone's like, "You know what? You do you." This is fabulous. Did he kill anyone? No, so he didn't kill anyone. Okay. Um, but the he he's in prison. He's like, oh yeah, no, I should have just done it the right way. I do still want to become a doctor. Pretty fucking.
fucking highly unlikely. Yeah, I don't think you'll be able to be a doctor now. We were originally going to call this segment, Are You For Serial? Yeah. In that accent, though. Very effie, hello, yep. good thanks. Like, are you for serial? But I'm liking it more if we just talk about a crazy person every week. Yeah, I mean, and I know them all. Yeah. I spent, I think it was two weeks ago, I spent eight hours watching documentaries on Patty Hearst. She's Who's another that? one. Um. Next week? That, maybe next week. I also got D.B. Cooper under my belt. Yeah, this is uh, fabulous. This I'm is reading great. I'm reading a book at the moment called Serial Killers. I'm learning all about them. Like when I say that I become obsessed with these people, I don't just read one article and let it go. Like I was Googling different podcasts that had talked about Malachi Love Robinson and I was listening to them. And like in my car, and like these, they were pretty shitty qualities. They were like, of like sort of like two people in their basement doing a podcast, and I was listening to it because I was like, "You're talking about someone that I'm weirdly obsessed with." Please explain. There are other podcasts. <laughs> well, I mean, not very good ones. No, no, no. no. As the best. Mm. I mean, do you know what though? Speaking about fake doctors, I also learned there was this woman and she was pretending to be a dentist for like 10 years. And like when I say like a dentist, like she was employed by a dentist place. She was pulling out people's teeth. She was doing like the cleanings, the suctions, everything for 10 flipping years. And she wasn't a dentist. When she was on seek applying for these jobs, did she not think... Maybe I won't. Maybe I'm underqualified. Maybe I'm not quite qualified. Well, Maybe no, my, my teeth course in flower arrangement <laughs> doesn't stretch that far. I am a hula. <laughs> no, but like every and because it's been on for ten years, you sort of think, okay, maybe she was just really good at this. Like she maybe she have didn't unique experience. We yeah. life experience. Yeah, life experience. Maybe she doesn't need a good degree. She just has a talent. No, but everyone's like their teeth, like they started like fucking up and their teeth started falling out. And every time someone would report it, this woman's husband was the sheriff of the town, so they would always just. Rush it oh, I rock. see. Okay, there was corruption in the town. Yeah, but can you imagine going to that like that town? They'd all have fucked up teeth and just think that's the normal way. But yeah. what the fuck? We've all was missing their molars. Yeah, this is just how we are. Yeah, because yeah. they've had a shitty dentist who just decided, you know what? I'm gonna give this a crack. This is what I'm gonna do. Oh my god. So tomorrow, Stephen, uh-huh. just decided I'm just gonna go out there and be pilot. Fuck it, just give it a crack. Yeah, why not? I'm gonna go out there tomorrow. I'm gonna play on the AFL women's team. Watch yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> My Corona. (laughs) (laughs) This year has just been an absolute mess, Amy. An absolute mess. From the bushfires to the floods, and now we're on to the coronavirus. I've sunk into this couch. Hold on a minute. Oh, Oh gosh. I'm not as nimble as I used to be. All right. Can we talk about the coronavirus for a second? Because this is full on. So, all right. A few facts here and there. Yep. Started off in China, cute little town called Wuhan. Um, spread bloody everywhere. Now it's come to Australia, comes to the Philippines, coming. It's worldwide. It's Mister Worldwide. I have so many facts about like these. I'm really not. You know, I'm yep. literally falling into this couch. Maybe I just start eating some more kale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my oh, I have these like this wildly. Sh- it's like, I don't know if it's an ignorant idea. When these things come and I'm like, nah, it's a myth, it's fake. Yeah. And it's because I've never met somebody. It's like Ebola 
when we had this, the pe- swine flu, you know, I'm sort of just like, mm, I don't believe it exists until I know someone who suffered from it, mm-hmm. which is horrible because I really don't want anybody in my life to catch it. No. But people freak out, right? They're like, oh my God, we should be wearing a mask all the time. Don't come near me. And I'm like, shut up. You're not going to get it. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, it is super contagious. And I will be honest, I am wearing a mask yeah, to I'm and not. from work. <laughs> I'm just fast And occasionally and loose. at work as well. No, fast and loose. I'll just, you know, I'll walk in China and just be like, take me. No. Well, what? I have a stalker trying to kill me. You may as well. <laughs> well, the podcast is called Opinionated. Yep. And I would like to get my opinion yeah. out there yeah. because I think that this has been such the Herald Sun has done such an injustice with this front page of the Herald Sun China virus hits Australia well I mean it did originate in China I know but now a lot of people are associating this illness what do you call it is it what's what is coronavirus it's a virus it's a virus <laughs> virus <laughs> yeah, it's the flu it's the flu um they associate it with China so now that you've got a lot of kids going back to school now and I know some Chinese parents who their children are being discriminated against and bullied yeah, now no, because I get that. Other, the white kids are but like, I don't want to touch you because I don't want to get corona. I, no, I get that. It's because it's the same thing like just say um, after like the terrorist attack in, it was in Sydney, everyone was like afraid of Muslims. Exactly. And it, it, it is completely stereotyping and I do think it's really unfair. No, it's not good oh. because this uh, the virus can affect everyone. Yeah. You, me. Just Valentino. Start, just because it started there doesn't mean like they're the only ones who have it. Exactly, but they so essentially they have shut down the city of Wuhan. What I find wild is they've sent all the Australians from Wuhan to Christmas Island Why? for a bloody holiday. Christmas Island is where they used to hold refugees. Yeah, right? I know. It's not pleasant. It's not a nice place to go. You don't go to Christmas Island for a holiday. No, right? it's like well. It's, it, Although it sounds like a it sounds like a bang out place. It does sound pretty nice. Christmas it? Island, yeah, Christmas Island. Island where it's Christmas all the time. I think that it's, sounds like what that sounds like my idea of like a Yeah, yeah. Just I think a lot Christmas of like Island. refugees, like let's just say like refugees from like Iraq who are like leaving the war, were probably thinking, oh wow, Christmas Island. It sounds very Catholic, very Australian. Yeah, they need, like, and then they get they, there and they're like, oh, they need like a better like a better name for it. Like, what's a really shit holiday? Uh, Good Friday. They can call it Good Friday Island because, like, what nothing nothing good happens. Nothing's on open. You can't, you can't eat, eat meat. meat. Oh, you, your mum always makes you eat fish. <laughs> like, you've got to. They're, apparently, it's got something to do with Jesus. Who knows? <laughs> but really, it's just you guys all sitting inside, being like, "Mom, can I have Jim Sims?" I'm being like, "No, you can't eat meat." Because the only place that's open is ever fish and chip shops. Oh my god! Okay, it's a bloody nightmare. That's what they should call them. Well, back to the coronavirus. This yeah. is not the first time that we've had something like this before. Yeah. Obviously, there was um, SARS. About what a decade and a half ago, um, Ebola, which the Simpsons predicted, but we're not no, going to Simpsons, get into that. The Simpsons predicted coronavirus. No, they did not. Did coronavirus you not read that is thing? not. the coronavirus, you? like the name of the virus, is not called corona. Like What's coronavirus called, is a type of flu, yeah. and this is just a new type of flu. It's like a new strain of the flu, and a lot of people underestimate it because they think that they've had the flu when they've had a cold. But the flu is really effed up. The flu. Kills people. The flu kills more people every year than I think any other virus. It's well, full it's on. De- I get the flu like every year. No, you don't. Well, I mean, I don't get like the one where I'm in hospital. But you I don't get, get the flu. Sick. You get a cold. Yeah, no, it's when you get like the fever and you're like hot and cold and your body aches and you're really fucking ill. Uh, did you die? No, I'm still here. You're a survivor. I- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I swear they, the, the Simpsons did predict it. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, so well, I mean, it's similar. So it's like 
I mean, it's sort of similar. Um, <laughs> it's in an episode called Margin Chains when News Report announces the fears of oh, it's called a Saka flu. But um, they had okay. Well, no, actually, not really. Not at a all. A Japanese factory worker coughs into a package, which is then sent to the United States. Most of the residents of Springfield get sick as a result. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, coronavirus came in China. Yeah. Um, which is you know two thousand kilometers away. So well, I, let's I mean, that's just talk that's, that's a bit much. racist that you think it's the same. Sorry. No. So let's talk about what the coronavirus, how that's affecting Australia. I walked into the doctor's office this morning, and I was like, I went up and. At appointment for something unrelated, and I went, oh, um, Amy Williamson. As I said, I went, <coughs> Amy Williamson. And the woman, like, looked at me and she was like, do you have a fever or a cough? <laughs> like, I'm. this is 1,000% true. And I yeah. went, no, I just coughed as I was saying that I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, I'll be at work and I'll hear someone cough and everyone will oh, turn yeah. around. Yeah, how's your... Everyone so you, wear, do you have to wear a, mouth, a, ma- mouth work, a mask at work? Well, I don't have to, but they are provided. So I can if I wish to, and I wish to. I just no, don't want to get sick. But also, I don't mind it if I go outside of work or if I'm catching the train or if I'm walking the dog or something, I'll wear the mask because I think it makes people think that I have corona so they don't. they won't talk to me, which I enjoy. See, I hate those people that wear masks. I'm always like, oh. Toughen no, up. Toughen up. Have a bit of, con- have a spoonful of concrete. It's like my, like, maybe this came from my dad. My dad, like, he has, he has nine lives. Like, he's been blown up in bombs more times. And he's had malaria twice and, like, full turned yellow. <laughs> and he's come out of it and he's still kicking. <laughs> like, he's just, like, a full OG. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm like, eh, try me, like. <laughs> That was so anticlimactic and I had to wait five seconds for you to play that soundbite. Why is it so slow? We'll figure it out. Yeah. But okay, Australia, let's see how this affects us, okay? Yeah. Did you know we're losing a billion dollars in economy from oh. tourists? Oh. Because, I mean, the main oh. tourists that come to Australia are from China and unfortunately they oh. have been cut off. They can't come to Australia anymore. So the Australian dollar is plummeting, you... which is not so good for us but great for the people you coming did... to Australia. So... Chadston is dead. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the retail apocalypse. Let's talk about Chadston. Apocalypse. No, you want to talk about apocalypse, my life at the moment. So St Kilda plays a game in China. Um, it, they're playing against Port Adelaide. They've uh-huh. done it for the last like two years or whatever. Do you know how many people have called me, is the game in China still going to happen because it's coronavirus and everyone's going to die? Yeah. And I And we have to say... Well, the, the AFL isn't going to send any of its – the club isn't going to send its players neither. The AFL is going to send players to China if they're going to die. No. And everyone is obsessively calling going, is this game still going on? Are we still going there or what? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm not the World Health Organization. I can't tell you how long coronavirus is going to be here. But no, we're not going to send 44 men over to fucking China so they can die. Yeah, not only China. Just- I know friends who had a – I know some friends who had an event to go to in Bangkok. It was cancelled. Because they said, because of the outbreak of corona, we don't recommend people travelling and we're going to cancel this event. Well, friend of the pod, Tracy, um, she's in Vietnam at the moment because obviously she's Vietnamese. And even her mum yeah, was... Obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, I mean, obviously, for people who have never heard her oh, voice. I mean, her last name's Tran, so I mean, that's pretty Asian. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Which somebody once, when they were on the phone, she was like, oh, um, I spoke to Amy Tran. And I was like, okay, first of all, you've just taken <laughs> half of, of my name and half of Tracy's name. <laughs> and do you, like, no... Um, but my... Can you say magnetic? Okay, you need to shut up with those sound bars. Uh, I think I do need to calm down um, with it a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, so she and her mum was like, do you want to go? Because isn't you going to work quarantine you for like two weeks? And I was like, 
we're not going to quarantine you. Me and Tracy, like, when we say our desks are really close to us, that we do this, like, weird thing where, I mean, oh, this is the time for your soundbite because we, we're like magnets. Which one? Tracy and oh, I. Oh, can you say magnetic? We, we don't need to play it again. No. But Tracy and I sit so, we just, like, somehow push our chairs really, really close to each other. And we just like get up in each other's grill. And I'm like, if anyone's going to die, it's going to be me. And I'm still not worried about it. Amazing. Well, coronavirus. I'm not scared of you. But you know what? Please don't infect me. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. I mean. I do think though, people need to calm down a little bit. Take a little note from Taylor Swift. Calm down. You need to calm down. Like, like, I mean, look, how many people have been in Australia have, have, have died from it? Oh, uh, no one's died. But like this. Oh, but then everyone. Like, to shut up and stop wearing a mask. Yeah, true. Everyone, you have got more chance of going out there and oh god, what's a really weird like and catching the black plague than you do corona. I mean, that's that no, that's completely that's inaccurate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just you know I can't deal with people sucking and everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna get coronavirus. It's like no, you're not. And if you do, well, sucks cool. to be you. Yeah, it sucks to be you. At least you get to like imagine imagine how bang ass that Facebook status would be. Mine would be like, lol, got corona. <laughs> I mean it wouldn't. It's not funny. People are dying. It's sad. No, but in all seriousness, I, I like I don't I know I keep making jokes about it, but that's just because I'm somebody who um I think when people freak out about horrific things, I tend to sort of like downplay it a bit. Yeah. Just because I do think um, people are taking it out of context. They're like, they're, you know, they're, they're skipping. They're like, oh my God, every Chinese person has it. I just think it, it's a horrible disease. I think we're very fortunate to be living where we are because whilst it is still an issue, it's not as bad as like, It you is know, in Asia. Yeah. yeah. It's not as bad as it is in Asia. And so that's just why I think when people sort of overreact about it, I kind of think it's a little bit insulting to people that are in China. Yeah. When people are like, oh, my God, that, have you got the coronavirus? Like it's so – I feel like it's insulting to people who genuinely have to fear yeah. that their loved ones are going to get sick every single day. Yeah. I think we need to take the word China out of the equation. Yeah. And we're just going to call it – it's just – it's coronavirus. Yeah, like that's where did chicken, it where did, chicken pox start? America? No one's going around going, oh, have you got the American chicken pox? The American pox. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds actually quite nice. The American it sounds pox. Like, it sounds like like a breakfast treat. I wouldn't mind an American pox. American pox. Get what a do you pox have for in breakfast? Your... What do I have for breakfast? American pox. Like it sounds deli- delish. Sounds like a, um, like a cereal. It sounds carby. Yeah, it sounds really carby. Why don't you go tell your mom to shut up? We're going to add to this soundboard and maybe use it a little bit less. But guys, thank um, and you. And also, yeah, maybe just make it, I mean, look, we said it's the really beta version. Stephen's very passionate about it. Yeah. I've wanted this for a while and this uh, 2020 is all about us. We yep. said this last se- last season and that uh, season closing. What's um, that it's, yeah, this is, oh. <coughs> don't, don't want no corona. Don't even say, I knew the minute I coughed you were going to say something. <laughs> Um, anyway, all right, guys. But no, it's even it's season two. Um, first of all, thank you to everyone who's like hung in there and is still listening to us. Yeah, this is gonna be our best season yet. You I reckon? can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it in my blood. Well, waters. I've got some. I mean, we've got some ideas. I think there's um a few things that I think we definitely should do. Like, I'm very passionate about doing a drunk podcast. A drunk podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll get that going. Well, I think we should just get absolutely shit faced and just podcast. All right. Because like that. we're funny sober. Wait Once we've had a few drinks, dr- honey, we are. It's like a two man show. 
I mean, this is a two-man show, but like we're hilarious, right? And we're like disgustingly honest as well, which we all like. Which I think people are probably listening to this and going, "I'm never going to listen to that episode because we're already disgustingly honest." And yeah. Like, Shit. Put some put some liquor in them. Yeah. Okay. So this season, so you've got lots to look forward to. Can you yep. say drunk podcasts? Can you yep. say new guests? Can you say yep. hot topics? Can yep. you say magnetic? Can you say more killers? Oh, are you for cereal? And that's going to um, be back as well, guys. We really want you to jump onto our Instagram yep. and give us a follow. It's at the Opinion Pod. <gasps> send us a DM. Stephen, tell, tell us, us what the you news. Think. Tell us what we hit today. We'll get there in a second. Okay, tell sorry. us. Send us a DM. Um, tell us what you think about this first episode. It's a new little format. Um, what do you think of Are You For Serial? Hello, good yeah, Because I need you to get behind me telling you about criminals and serial killers. Yeah. Because if you don't, Stephen's going to veto it. I'm going to cut it. And, and I might try, and I'll about. try to bring back a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. Um, I mean, this ep- this time we did have a little meeting during the week about the pod and he came in and I don't know. For some reason, I always feel like oh, I'm going to get in trouble for the podcast. And when you came in, I was like, oh, what am I in trouble for now? And he turned around and he said, I think we need to do less facts. Yeah, yeah. Because who are we? And I who almost, are we I to tell died people of facts? happiness because, as you all know, I never have facts. I don't know half the time. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. No. And Stephen is like a spreadsheet of times, locations. He can give you the GPS like location of where this person was. Yes. So I say time. poo to facts. Yeah, facts are gone. Yeah, facts are um, out. So everything that we might be saying might be bullshit and it might be inaccurate. But you know what? You didn't come here to learn. Exactly. Thank you, Shakira. <laughs> Thank you, Shakira. <laughs> you came here for that. <laughs> but special announcement, we hit a thousand likes on our Instagram. A thousand, a thousand followers. 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 A thousand yes. followers. A thousand people follow us for our memes. And I think you should too. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, also we should... Um, I think we will probably bring back this season some of our highest rated guests. Yes. Um, so I know there were two in particular which probably got where I most talked about, most commented on, highest number. So rest assured we will bring back uh, Chris Bowen and Ash Gambira at some point. Uh, studio audience, what do you think of that? Now you got to wait five minutes for this soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're impressed. They're impressed. Yeah, sit down now. Sit down. Sit down. I know Chris is uh, very. He's he's keen to come back, even though it has really hurt his dating life since. <laughs> um, and I know Ash said she will come back because I think Ash is somebody who has so much life experience and so many stories that um, you know she told us about an eating disorder. But there's so much more to that girl that she can give you real insights to. So I'm excited to bring her back as well. So, and if there's anybody else that you guys particularly liked as well, let us know because we can all, I mean, these people are just our friends. I mean, I've got them right now. I could call them. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know what you want to hear more of because this is the people's podcast and we try to deliver. Yes. Mm. And I think that's all we have time for. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, welcome, welcome back and farewell. And we'll see you for episode season two, episode two next week. Oh, Cannot wait. Can't wait. All right. Bye, Bye. guys.